This is Coast to Coast with J. Craig Williams and Robert Ambrogi, America's top web bloggers in the legal profession. And yes, they are attorneys. One from each coast, squaring off on legal news and legal observations. You can only guess what will happen next. Coast to Coast is sponsored by Law.com, right here on the Legal Talk Network. The sidewalks outside are slippery Hot chocolate can burn your lippery But defense work is what I do So let them sue, let them sue, let them sue Falling Christmas trees can hurt ya If the salesman fails to alert ya Defective tinsel and ornaments too so let him sue, let him sue, let him sue. When I finally head outside. Welcome to the Legal Talk Network. We're glad you could listen today to our show Coast to Coast. I'm Bob Ambrogi from Massachusetts. And I'm Craig Williams from Southern California. I write a blog called May It Please the Court, Bob. And I write a blog called Law Sites and another blog called Media Law, both at LegalLine.com. Last week's show on the Solomon Amendment is up on the Legal Talk Network, but today we've got a real special guest, and Bob, why don't you introduce him? Uh, sure, Craig. Uh, that uh, song you just heard was uh, recorded by Larry Savell. Larry is uh, of counsel to the New York City office of Chadbourne and Park. Uh, he's uh, obviously a lawyer, and he's uh, been there uh, his entire legal career. Uh, but Larry's uh, musical and humorous take on the law began back in the 1980s when he performed at the University of Michigan's Law School's Law Review. His performances uh, escalated when he entered his, entertained his co-workers at a Manhattan law firm at holiday parties and functions. So, Larry, tell us uh, a little bit about how you got started. Sure. Well, first let me say it's a real treat to be on your show. I'm an admirer of both of your work, both on the program and your blogs and other writings, so I'm very happy to be here. This all started um, when I was a student, as, as Bob said, at the University of Michigan Law School, and we had a law review, R-E-V-U-E, uh, to be distinguished from the one that actually helps you get a job, uh, talent show. And I got up there and I did some parodies of songs. Uh, the first song I did was one called P.F. The Magic Option, which was a song about taking classes pass-fail. It was a parody of Puff the Magic Dragon, about a person who got a 4-0 average by getting one grade. And it was, uh, it was a real, very popular. I was very you know, encouraged by the reaction to that. Then I came to Chadbourne, and I didn't really know if this would be appropriate here. Uh, it was a very different environment than law school, but uh, I got brave one Christmas and got up there at the Christmas party, and I did a couple of songs, and the reaction was phenomenal. And over the years, I continued to do that at summer outings, Christmas parties. We actually formed a band at one time, the Chadbourne Band, which had about 10 people, which was a cross-section of the firm, you know, lawyers, paralegals, support staff. And one year, um, when I had gone on a very effective diet, I dressed up as Bruce Springsteen, and we did a Bruce Springsteen medley uh, at, at that party. And, you know, this has gone on for many years. And people started suggesting, well, why don't you record some of these songs? And so I went ahead and did that. I released my first... Uh, independent record in 1998, which was called the Lawyer's Holiday Humor Album, and it got a very positive reaction. That was followed in 2004 by Legal Holidays, um, and this year I've released a two-CD single titled uh, You Don't Want to Cross Santa, cross being in cross-exam. 
And I've just been very um, humbled by the response this stuff has get. It seems to touch a chord, and it's a labor of love. I just really enjoy doing it. It's a lot of fun. Were you surprised to learn that lawyers have a sense of humor? <laughs> well, you know, I think a lot of people are surprised by that. You know, there are some, there actually are some purposes aside from that. I just enjoy doing this, and I think one of the things I'm trying to do is, and, and to a little extent at least, is to let people know that lawyers do have a sense of humor. We can poke fun at ourselves. We're not as self-absorbed as perhaps the the popular image may be. And if to any extent I've succeeded in helping burst that bubble, I feel I've accomplished something. Uh, which is a positive thing. If there's any question about the humor of these albums, just look at some of the titles. Uh, Santa and I are going to pull an all-nighter on Christmas Eve, Let Them Sue, Rainmaker Reindeer, that's one of my favorites. Uh, you Don't Want to Cross Santa, Bill and on Christmas Eve, great titles and very clever songs. Thank you. And uh, I should mention that all of these are available at the website lawtunes.com, L-A-W-T-U-N-E-S.com. Um, I, I, we were going to listen to another clip from one of these albums, uh, a song called Legal Holidays off the album Legal Holidays. Seems that every year at about this time We look fondly back at the years behind Life was just an empty page We hadn't stepped upon the stage When we dreamed of hitting like Willie Mays Or starring in movies like Doris Days But as we wound around the maze We found our calling in other ways Living life in illegal holidays we're playing with Dr. Kitts We looked for signs of malpractice When they were left out in right field We negotiated them a better deal We dreamed of hitting like Willie Mays Or starring in movies like Doris Days But as we wound around the maze We found our calling in other ways Living life in a T-shirt for shirt and tie A briefcase left the backpack behind Our pinstripes changed to a pinstripe suit And maybe a matching vest to boot We dreamed of hitting like Willie Mays Or starring in movies like Doris Days But as we wound around the maze We found our calling in other ways Living life in a legal Holiday. Well, obviously, we've, some lawyers have gotten a bad reputation for not having a sense of humor, Larry. So what can you recommend, other than buying all of your CDs and listening to them, what do you recommend lawyers do to get a sense of humor? Well, obviously, I do recommend they all buy all three and multiple copies of each. But aside and give from them that, as gifts this holiday season, right? That, that's right. Um, but I think aside from that, it's really just, you know, it. There are ways to work in a sense of humor and a sense of creativity into a lot of what we do. You know, I've read a lot of judicial opinions where even judges have tried, when it's appropriate, to to lighten things up a little bit like that. And that can be done in, in you know, in, in papers you put in. Obviously, you know, work we do is very serious. But there are occasions. I remember the first trial I ever worked on, it was a very high-pressure case, and I was examining a witness. And I, it wasn't even intentional. I made a comment which was humorous, and the jury laughed 
shift at it, and it kind of lightened things up a little bit. I think there is always, when it's appropriate, an opportunity for lawyers to inject a little humanity and a little personality into what they do. It doesn't have to be totally dry, and I think that kind of a step can certainly take things along the way on, on, on lightening things up a little bit. You know, it's interesting, the song you played, Legal Holiday, is actually one of the ones I'm, I'm proudest of, because it's probably about as close to an anthem for lawyers as there will ever be. Uh, and, and, and it really talks about, you know, the commitments we make and the differences that we can make. And, and what I've tried to do in these albums is to talk about lawyers humorously but in a positive way. We've all heard all the lawyer jokes, which are largely demeaning and obviously baseless. But there's been very little that I'm aware of that has tried to have humor and the law mixed together in a way that's positive, that doesn't demean lawyers, and says, look, we're just like everybody else. We, you know, we work too many hours, and maybe we get overly focused on things, but we're all human. We can poke fun at ourselves, and we're all proud of what we do. So, so with an anthem for lawyers, that makes you the Springsteen of the league. <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> Where do you? I, I have this image of you sitting in your office late at night when you're supposed to be working on a brief, uh, uh, kind of daydreaming and, and having a song come into your head. How do you get your ideas, and, and when do you find the time to do this? Well, I get my ideas just from what we do every day. I mean, I do a lot of work regarding documents, so that's why A Million Christmas Trees is about uh, document production. And obviously, we've all taken the bar exam, so the song North Pole Bar Exam came from that. Most of this stuff I end up doing at home. I have a home studio I've set up at nights, uh, late at nights, and on weekends. I can get her along with very little sleep at night, and I just do this at home. And uh, one of the things I do hope to do at some point is to fully soundproof that room, because every now and then I'll hear my wife providing some unsolicited percussion in the background, <laughs> asking me to come to bed. Um, she but prefers to sleep, unlike you. Well, I'm not sure if she prefers to sleep or prefers not to hear what I'm doing. It's probably a combination <laughs> of the two. <laughs> How did you come by your sense of humor? I think it's of necessity. Uh, you know, I, I think everybody has to uh, give in to their sense of humor on things. It's just always been a part of my life. I think you have to look at the lighter side of what you do to keep everything in perspective. I know lots of people in every profession who have such tunnel vision about what they do, can't see the lighter side of it. Everything does have a lighter side. I mean, look at something. Look at the mountains of paper we all have to deal with. Look at the hours we have to put in. You know, it's it, on some level, it, you, you can go nuts if you don't if you don't get a sense of. Perspective. And that's all I'm really trying to do here is to say to people, you know, every now and then, particularly in the holiday season, let's step back a little bit and take a look at what we do and uh, let's have some fun with it. You know, we all, as I said, we all work hard and we're all dedicated to what we do and dedicated to our clients, but that doesn't mean that on occasion we can't have a good time about it. Well, certainly you've run across some tunnel vision type A attorney who just never sees the humor in anything. How do you get a lawyer like that to loosen up, and what would you recommend that they do in order to get the sense of humor that you've obviously got? Well, I think it's just a matter of, as again, saying, keeping everything in perspective and maybe listening to songs like this or reading some of the more positive legal writings that have been done of a humorous nature might lighten people up. Also, just understand that this could be an effective way of communicating. I mentioned earlier the courtroom incident I had been involved in. I think, you know, we're in the business of persuading people, and I think there is, on when it's appropriate, an opportunity and benefit to injecting some humor into the kind of presentations we do, whether it's a pitch to a client or even a court argument or whatever, there may well be opportunities when adding a dose of humanity uh, and, and a dose of, of your personality into what you're doing can actually help make your communications more effective. So I think if I can suggest to people that it's in their interest to incorporate this type of thing, aside from in their mental health interest, uh, maybe that's a way of approaching it.
Larry, I was interested to see that uh, this is uh, obviously not your first time going on air and that, in fact, you served as an on-air legal commentator for the Nashville Network. Is that right? Well, um, I've written um, legal columns for many years. I wrote a legal column for Car Collector Magazine for 13 years, and in connection with that, there was a TNN show called My Classic Car, and they had me on a couple of times to talk about some legal and insurance law issues. I've just always enjoyed, you know, not just limiting myself to my practice, but uh, as, as you guys also do, which is, you know, using other outlets to talk about legal issues that I'm interested in and just pursuing other, other things as, as part of the whole picture of what makes you a lawyer. And I think, you know, to the extent that I do things like that, and you guys certainly do things like that, I think other lawyers may be encouraged to consider other outlets integrating the law with other aspects of their life. Uh, but I was not a regular on that show, and I was about you are 30... A... <laughs> I'm sorry? Do you, do you collect classic cars as well yourself? Well, it's a very interesting story. <laughs> Um, when I met my wife six years ago, she told me that the happiest she'd ever been, except for when she met me, was in high school where her dad had bought her a, a used 66 Catalina convertible and restored it. And what I did for a wedding present for her is I tracked down not just a model of that car, but the exact car she had owned back then. And I tracked it down to a newlywed couple. I bought it. I had it restored. And for her uh, birthday, which I will not mention which one it was, I gave her the original plates and the car keys. So, wow. uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for a 64 Chevy convertible in Palo. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> but I, I figure that has, that has taken, uh, I have no need to give further gifts for at least the next 20 years. You certainly earned some points with that one. I, I think so. Um, but it's, it, but this stuff, you know, these these albums stuff, I mean, this is really a labor of love. And the fact that it, it apparently is giving people pleasure, it's really, it makes a difference. I, mean, I got an email a couple of weeks ago from a firm in San Francisco that wanted to sing some of my songs at their Christmas party, wanted my permission, and of course I gave it to them. I got a, another email from a company in, in South Africa that wanted to buy 25, and they did buy 25 copies of uh, last year's album. You know, last year, uh, the Voice of America radio played some of my songs on their Christmas, uh, Christmas show. You know, I'm never going to get a Grammy. I'm never going to make a lot of money off this. But to the extent it's having any listening success out there, I'm, I'm achieving the objectives of, of hoping to improve the public view of lawyers and make lawyers maybe feel a little bit better about what they do. And I'm just very happy with the reaction to this, and it's just been very they satisfying. Say that stress can hurt us, mm-hmm. but it's been good for my internist. Law is pressure packed. Clients cut no slack. And you ask me for what do I lack? Well, all I want for Christmas is a stomach lining and maybe just a little visine. Hey, Mr. Santa, pass the Milanta, oh, will you put a little Maylocks under my tree? The law's a jealous mistress. That keeps you up late every night. Oh, the hours mount, performance counts. 
That was uh, Larry Savelle's song, uh, All I Want for Christmas is a Stomach Lining, I believe. Is that right? That's correct. That's correct. And, and if you heard a little typing noise uh, uh, over the over that song uh, as it was playing, that was because I happened to uh, surf onto another of Larry's sites called lawfiction.com. And as the site comes up, the, uh, the name of the site uh, uh, types over in, in a typing sound. Larry maintains... Uh, several sites besides his lawtunes.com. He has lawhumor.com, lawfiction.com. Uh, and uh, uh, what what uh, drives you to, to maintain these different sites and, and to put this time into these? Well, efforts? it's just something, again, I enjoy. You know, we've all got to find something that we enjoy. We can't just do, you know, just our, our regular job all the time. We've got to have an outlet. And, you know, different people do different things. Some do gardening. I do, you know, legal music and legal writing, which allows me to connect my practice with, you know, my interest in, in humor and music. And I'm just, I consider myself very lucky to be able to uh, to do that. You know, it does require you know, staying up till late hours, but it allows me to, to pursue these interests. And I think there's an important lesson for all lawyers, if I may. It's, it's basically that if there's something you really want to do, if you want to write that book you've always been thinking about, if you want to write some songs and record them or, or do anything, don't wait till you retire to do it. You know, it, it's obviously going to be a challenge to fit it in time-wise with your practice and your home life. But if you can, do it now. And, and I've gotten tremendous satisfaction. And I'm very happy that I did not wait till I was retired to do this um, because you can do more than one thing at a time. And I really encourage people who have these kind of dreams to do that. As I said, I'm never going to be very successful at this in terms of financial or winning a Grammy, but it makes me happy. And if it's making other people happy, that's a, just an added benefit. So do it now. Well, Larry, as I've listened to your songs, it seems to me that the humor in them really comes from the truth in them. And you're you're poking fun at what really is the life that most lawyers lead. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but I'd like to get your thoughts about that sure. after we come back. Hello, my window snow is falling down. Like shred of pages headed to the ground Outside the people shopping But inside this joint is hopping And it's still, 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 still Still a bill of Christmas Still a bill of Christmas Still a bill of Christmas And a brand new toy But now we work in the high-rise soul mines Making nightmarish year in and lives And it's still, 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 still Still a beautiful Christmas Still a beautiful We invite you to visit Law.com for timely legal news and in-depth resources. From daily headlines to practice-specific updates, Law.com provides up-to-date information to those working in the legal profession. As part of its coverage, Law.com is proud that J. Craig Williams' blog, May It Please the Court, and Robert Ambrogi's blog, Law Sites, are part of its blog network. Don't wait any longer. 
Visit Law.com today and get free subscriptions of our Newswire newsletter with the top legal stories of the day. Or sign up for a free trial subscription to one of our Practice Center sections. Coast to Coast is produced by the Legal Talk Network and a staff of broadcast professionals. If you have an idea for a topic or a show, we want to hear from you. Go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and send us an email. Hello, my window snow is falling down Like shredded pages headed to the ground Outside the people shopping But inside this joint is hopping And it's still, 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 still Still a real Christmas Still a well, it is still a billable Christmas, and I'm sad to say that in my 18 years, there have been one or two of those, or at least partial ones. But uh, to back to my question before the break, Larry, is there truth in humor, or is there humor in truth? Well, it's probably both, but I've always felt that the most effective humor is one that has at least a grain of truth in it. That's why, you know, the, the bad lawyer jokes about ambulance chasing and stuff like that, it doesn't appeal to me because there's no truth to it. I think part of the reason why these songs have been accepted and enjoyed is because there is truth to it. And I think uh, lawyers recognize, and it's not just lawyers, it's lawyers, it's law professors, law students, paralegals, people who work with lawyers, all understand the fundamental truths that these songs talk about in, in a somewhat whimsical way. And I think it's because of that that the reaction has been so good. I mean, I've had partners at my firm ask me to send copies of this to clients. Uh, I know a lot of firms have bought it to play at their Christmas party, and that's because they all understand the message behind it, which is a message we don't hear very often, but it's also one that's trying to present it in a positive way and in a humorous way, but there is, as you said, a significant amount of, of, of truth behind these songs. Well, it seems that you're poking fun not at lawyers, but at the practice of law. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's, it's really the process that we that we go through. I mean, I grew up watching Perry Mason on TV, and I remember Perry Mason going home, and it was daylight outside. I remember watching L.A. Law, and they went, well, I guess it's always daylight in California. But they uh, they go home at a reasonable hour. And obviously, that's not what the practice of law really is. The practice of law is much longer hours. It's uh, often tedious. Uh, it may not be as exciting as what you would see on a one-hour program. It's different. And what I've tried to do is to, you're right, make fun or, or focus on aspects of the realities of law practice uh, in a way that kind of pokes fun at that, but not in our profession necessarily, but we can all understand it. So is there a particular... Go ahead, Bob. I was just going to ask whether you ever take your your, uh, Christmas songs on the road. Do you perform these live anywhere? Uh, Yeah, it's interesting you ask that. As I mentioned, for many years we performed at the firm, and I was... uh, this is in about a week. Uh, I'm going to be performing at an internal departmental function at the firm. But I've never gone on the road to do that. You know, and, I, and it's, it's not from a lack of desire. I just really have not pursued that. As I said, I did perform in, in law school. The way the music has been evolving for me is that I'm using more and more technology right now. The first album was, was basically me and a guitar and a keyboard and, and synthesizers through those instruments. What I've tried to do over the succeeding records is to try to make a little more professional sound. And that's involved a greater use of technology, one, because of the limitations of my playing, and two, I don't happen to own all the instruments I'd like to have on there. So I, I now use a lot of software.
software, which makes me more of a producer than a, a performer on the musical side. This way I can get exactly the sound I want. I don't have to deal with musicians who don't show up, get drunk, or whatever. They're always there 24 hours a day. They do exactly what I tell them to do, usually. And I think it ends up with a better and more professional-sounding product. That has implications for doing it live. I guess that's probably, as I understand, one of my favorite artists is Enya, which is very, who, whose music is very uh, technology-oriented, uh, which I think would make it hard to do live. That said, I'm going to be unplugged a week from now when I'm going to do a couple of my songs that were very heavily orchestrated just with a guitar and a voice, and I'm anxious to see how that comes out. So are you going to record those unplugged versions and then put them out on MTV? <laughs> I would love to do that. I doubt that'll happen, but they may appear on my next album, which I already have a title for. Can you give us a preview? Sure, I can. It's going to be called uh, uh, Mary Lexus. <laughs> I'm okay. thinking of a Scrabble board with the words Lex and Xmas intertwined. Every time I click on one of your sites, a different song starts playing. I have to stop clicking here. <laughs> you have them all booby-trapped. That's right. You can never leave the site. You have to stay there forever. <laughs> so you must draw some of your inspiration from real-life um, experiences, but you said, and this is a question that I wanted to ask about television, you said that you used to watch Perry Mason and L.A. Law. What are your current favorites? I love Law and Order. Um, in, in New York, uh, you can watch about three or four hours of Law and Order every night. Uh, and after I put the kids to bed between uh, nine and midnight, while I'm usually doing work at home or working on my music, I have it on my computer in a little window playing in the background. I, I love Law and Order, and I think it's very realistic. I spent one summer working at the Manhattan DA's office. So, uh, you know, I think the portrayals of lawyers on television and other media are actually getting a little more uh, realistic, which I think is a positive thing. Uh, I think it makes us a little more human through that process, realizing that we don't always have the answers and a lot of the work we do is challenging and we may not always win, you know, the way Perry Mason always won, but we certainly put in uh, a great effort to try to do that every time. Is, is there any marketing value to this as a lawyer for you? I mean, has, has anybody ever come to you and said, uh, I, want to, I want you to be my lawyer because you have a sense of humor? Well, you know, that would be wonderful if it happened. I don't, I don't not, not directly. I, you know, as I said, uh, partners at the firm have encouraged me to send uh, copies of these to their clients. I think if there is any benefit along those lines, it's, it's an indirect one, which is to show that, you know, we do have a sense of humor. We're probably, you know, uh, I and the others I work with are probably nice people to work with um, who can keep things in perspective. I think, I think it's very helpful to have an element of that coupled with obviously doing a great job and, and, and coming through for our clients. I think because clients have to work with lawyers. And if your lawyer is a person who you view as approachable, who you view as perhaps creative, or you view as somebody who, you know, when you have to work 20 hours a day on a trial, you'll, you'll be able to get along with, I think that's a plus. Uh, to date, no Fortune 500 client has knocked on the door saying, we want the guy with the CDs. But uh, I'm hopeful that this creates a kind of an atmosphere and, and a way of looking at myself and perhaps my firm as, you know, people who keep things in perspective and are nice people aside from just being good lawyers. Well, if your creativity as a uh, songwriter is any indication of your creativity as a lawyer, uh, I think it would be uh, an attraction to clients. Well, I appreciate that very much. Do you find you use any of the humor that you have in the songs or any just your innate humor in any of your briefs? 
Uh, not not directly. Uh, that doesn't mean it would never happen like that. But I, I just, you know, again, it's it's just, you know, keeping things in perspective. And when I'm, I'm contemplating a large stack of paper on my desk, maybe in the back of my mind, I'm humming a million Christmas trees. I'm saying, well, we'll get through this again. Uh, it, it just allows, you know, it, it's 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 a nice balance in life between some of the tedious things we have to do and and some of the creative and fun things we have to do. And trying to find something that integrates the two is is I think important. I'm very happy that I'm able to write humorous things about the law, so it is integrating my outside life with my, my work life. Larry, I think that's uh, about all the time we have, but before we finish up, uh, we wanted to do two things. One is to give you an opportunity to tell everybody where they can find your albums. So why don't you do that? Sure. The major place they are available is at lawtunes.com, L-A-W-T-U-N-E-S.com. That's the only place where the new CD single, um, You Don't Want to Cross Santa, is available. The first two albums are also available at the usual places like Amazon.com, For Counsel, CD Baby, and other places like that. Um, but uh, you can get everything at lawtunes.com, and I appreciate that. And you have some MP3s there as well on the on Yes, the that's correct. It's also available on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, Right next to Coast to Coast. That's right. That's right. We should offer a package. <laughs> you can Great. do our well, theme song. How about that? <laughs> we are going to have close, Larry, and thanks very much for being on our show with you. Uh, you Don't Want to Cross Santa. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Great. Thanks a lot for being on our show. And we would both like to also say uh, happy holidays to our listeners. This is our, our sort of Christmas show, so uh, best wishes to everybody. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. This is my story, I'm a lawyer who tried A case with Santa Claus on the other side He claimed that my client's dangerous roof Put Dancer on the DL splinters in her hoof They say you gotta be good if you want that toy The last thing is Santa you wanna annoy You don't wanna cross Santa On the witness stand, don't cross Santa you gotta understand that an examination giving him the third degree Gives you a lump of coal beneath your tree You don't wanna cross Santa No, 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 as a witness he shone bellowing Ho, 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 his direct cut my case like a sleigh through the snow With my back to the wall, for my outline I reached this cherry red dresser I had to impeach Well, you can eat all your peas and brush all your teeth But one wrong move spells doom come Christmas Eve You don't want to cross Santa On the witness stand, don't cross Santa You gotta understand that an examination Giving him the third degree Gives you a lump of coal beneath your tree You don't want to cross Santa no, 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 no. Oh, don't be fooled by his mood so jolly. He'll turn your Yule into you'll be sorry. You don't want to cross Santa. On the witness stand, don't cross Santa. You gotta understand that an examination giving him the third degree Gives you a lump of coal beneath your tree You don't wanna cross Santa No, 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 well our case ended up With the jury hung like some mistletoe Back to square one as Nick headed north With his dream legal team 
I heard the words that to me he screamed Well, you might as well sleep late on Christmas Day Since my contact with your chimney's bar is ex parte You don't want to cross Santa On the witness stand, don't cross Santa You gotta understand that an examination Giving him the third degree Gives you a lump of coal beneath your tree The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Som. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.